The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. The anointing that God has for you is one of power. The foundation of God standeth sure. Second Timothy 2 and 19. Go ahead and say, on the solid rock I stand. There is a remnant church that is rising up with such great power. God is a God of divine purpose. The remnant church right now, God is pouring out his spirit upon that remnant. And they are growing in power. The remnant will not be shaken. The remnant will not be deceived. The remnant is established. It's rooted and it's grounded in the word of God. Jesus' return is to take back the church, not a church that's weak, that's wanting, that's murmuring, that's complaining, a church that's afraid. No, Jesus' return, his final reward is a church, the remnant that's walking in the power of Almighty God. There are trials, there will be tribulations, things that we go through in this realm. But the word Lord tells us to think it not strange, the fiery trials that beset us. As long as we are rooted and grounded in the word of God, the word itself will defend you. Israel in the New Testament They would worship God and then go after idols and then they would worship God and they'd say, we're going to worship the Lord God Almighty and destroy all of our idols. And it would only last for a time. And before long, again, they would be right back to serving idols and worshiping idols. Why? Why were they going back and forth and back and forth, only staying with God for a time, worshiping and saying that they loved God with all their hearts, but it would only be temporary because God didn't have their hearts. They didn't truly love him and go after God with all of their heart. When one truly loves God and seeks him with all of their heart, there is a bond of love, of a commitment to God that nothing can shake. When the word of the Lord is rooted and grounded in your heart, you'll not be moved. I'm talking today about being immovable and prevailing in prayer. That's the title of the message today. Are you prevailing in prayer? Perhaps the most disappointing area of church, if you ask many believers, if you did a survey, I think you would find the most disappointing area of many Christians in their lives today is the area of prayer. 
they feel like they're powerless, that they're weak in the area of prayer and that their prayers aren't answered. And and so therefore they say, well, I believe the word and I study the word of God, but prayer, uh, uh, I pray some, I pray here and there. To be truly rooted and grounded in the word and not pray, it means you'll be defeated. That's exactly what it means. So many feel that they are powerless. But when you come to the point where you, you completely count on God, there's a communication, there is a relationship between you and God that becomes so powerful. I'll tell you, many today, if they were asked to come to a showdown, like Elijah and the prophets of Baal, uh, the showdown, they would just say, no, I'm not coming to any showdown because they feel powerless and they believe that God will not show up for them. But I guarantee you that the word of the Lord performs. I guarantee you that if you invest yourself in prayer, God and his promises is guaranteed that if you call unto me, I will answer and I'll show you great and mighty things more than you'll be able to tell. God will show up with healing and deliverance and the anointing upon your life that there will be by having a strong prayer life, the burdens that will be lifted off that will absolutely disappear. If there was a showdown, God wants you to prevail in great power. God is a rock, a a solid foundation. His word is like a hammer. It destroys the works of the enemy. His word endures forever. First Peter, whatever you place your trust in, Whatever you depend upon, you will receive the limitations of whatever you've placed your trust in in this world. If you place it in educators, you'll receive what educators can do. If you place it in doctors, you'll receive what doctors can do. If you place your, your trust in a banker, you'll receive what a banker can do. You'll receive the limitations of whatever you have placed your trust in. But if you place your trust in Almighty God, there will be no limitations. And the word of the Lord will perform for you. God will protect you. He will prevent. He will prevail for you. If you place your trust in Almighty God, you will receive what He can do. If God be for you, then who can stand against you? If you place your trust in God, depending upon Him, you will receive answers to the limits and results with no limitations because you're depending and trusting upon God. Many are powerless because they trust and depend on flesh. And they depend on blood and not God. Our prayer life will be powerless or or you'll be like many and not have one if you depend upon flesh and blood to accomplish any great thing in this realm. There must be divine intervention in your ministry, in your work, in your family. Seeking God's guidance before you plan or before you act, prevailing in prayer, receiving direction from God, you will be guided by his spirit and spirit filled. You will meet your circumstances with power from on high. Much of the church is happy with just a good message and just good music, but we need power right now in the place where we stand and the period of time where we are, we need power from on high. When you prevail in prayer agonizing 
over situations, prevailing prayer, you need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will begin to move for you as you prevail in prayer with great power. This is the hour for intense prayer. Prayer that prevails and brings answers from heaven. Prayer that manifests the mighty works of God. Prevailing in prayer will set in motion a course of events that will change your life. Prevailing in prayer will bring the open windows of heaven over your life, child of God. Consistently calling upon God, you'll find yourself praying from a different level as you agonize. I'm talking about prayers that prevail. You're agonizing, you're interceding, you're crying out to God from your whole heart. Many prayers are empty. They lack the fiery passion of love without the passion of love in prayer. The prayer is void. The prayer is void of power. There is a holy dimension when one cries out to God from true passion within their heart. They begin to prevail in prayer with great power. We must be filled with the Holy Spirit. I want to just give you a few steps to just show you how to prevail in prayer with Almighty God. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus is prevailing in prayer for you and for me. How to prevail in prayer. First of all, we have to be redeemed. We have to have salvation. And if you're listening to this message, I know you've got that part taken care of. Secondly, so we have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Are you dwelling in the secret place? Do you have a dwelling place? Do you have a place where you prevail in prayer? After you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the 120 were praying and the Holy Spirit came upon them. And filled them with his spirit. And if you have no evidence or or you question if you're truly filled with the Holy Spirit, then cry out to God. Cry out to God. That's the next step. Cry out to him. Because let me tell you, you must continually drink of the living water. Many had an experience of a baptism of the Holy Spirit and now they believe, okay, I'm filled and I don't need that again. But in Acts 2, 4, the 120 received the Holy Spirit, the promise in the upper room. Jesus said that he would send it. And then again in Acts 4, Peter and John are thrown into jail and they've been taken before the Sahedrin, the priest and the captain of the temple, the guard and the Sadducees came to Peter and John where they were speaking to the people. They were greatly disturbed because they were teaching the people proclaiming Jesus and his resurrection from the dead. They seized Peter and John and and they took them and threw them into jail until the next day. Then Peter and John were brought before them and questioned, by what power, by what name did you do this? You see, because they were teaching Peter and John, the number of men that believed grew to 500. This was after they had healed the lame man. The believers grew to 5,000. Now in Acts 8, it states that Peter, filled with the Spirit, even though They were in danger in this situation. They refused to stop talking about Jesus and his resurrection. 
And when they were released, Peter and John went back to their own people. And the Bible says they prayed together and the place was shaken and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. They had already had the Holy Spirit. Now they're being filled again with the Holy Spirit. And the word of the Lord says, and they spake the word of God boldly. The Holy Spirit It's a continual experience, the filling of the Spirit of God. It should be a daily experience. In Galatians 3.3, it says, Are you so foolish after beginning with the Spirit? Are you now trying to attain your goal by human effort? As you prevail in prayer, the Holy Spirit is going to fill you. With his spirit, it isn't a one-time feeling. He'll continue to fill you with his spirit. Are you praying earnest prayers, heartfelt prayers, not just empty words, but you pray from deep within. The heart full of compassion has God's ear. He is a God of love. You and I are talking today about prevailing in prayer John, the disciple of Jesus, wrote of Christ in the New Testament different than others wrote of him. There is something very different about the way Brother John wrote than the others wrote about Jesus. John is called the apostle of love. John tells us about the love of Christ. He tells us about loving Jesus. He tells us about how Jesus loves us. And he tells us about loving one another. And when we read what What John writes about prayer, he assures us that when we seek God, what's recorded in the book of John about prayer is phenomenal. He tells us that when we seek God, that he is going to answer us. John lets us know that he received answers in prayer. As you prevail in prayer, you draw close to the Messiah. The more love you have for him, the closer the relationship becomes. The more compassion and love you have for others, the more communion you walk in with Christ. He said, as I was sent, now I send you. Two cannot walk together unless they agree. We must walk in love to prevail in prayer. When you walk in love, you will agonize over other suffering. You will recognize suffering. You won't turn a deaf ear on it. You'll recognize the cries of God's people. You'll recognize the cries of God's people from afar off. You'll recognize the cries of God's people in other countries, on other continents. You will recognize the cries of suffering and oppression. The word of the Lord says, Now will I arise, saith the Lord. He says, For the sign of the needy, and the oppression of the poor. Now will I arise. God will arise. He uses that remnant and he's using the remnant in a more powerful position than ever in intercessory prayer. If we really want to walk in the power of God, we must truly become intercessors and prevail in prayer. When you begin to pray about suffering, you begin to pray about what's on the Messiah's heart. The word of the Lord says he will inherit the nations. The nations are his inheritance. When John laid his head on the heart of Christ, when he laid his head on Jesus' breast, wonder what he heard. He becomes the apostle known as the apostle of love. He knew the compassion of Christ, the love 
of Christ. Jesus says that if we love him, that he will manifest himself unto us. Remember, John is on the island of Pontimus, and what does he see? He looks up and he sees the Savior. Jesus manifested himself. He came forth and showed himself to John when he was banished on the island of Pontimus. And that's what he said he would do. He said, the ones that love him, he said, I will manifest myself unto you. Believe it or not, Jesus is still manifesting himself today to the ones that love him. As you prevail in prayer, cry out for suffering. Cry out for what's going on in the world. Cry out for children that are being sold so that their family can eat. Cry out for those who have no food, who have no shelter. Cry out for those under any type of suffering, of illness, of finances, any type of suffering. Ask God to put a burden of prayer on you. God will put a burden on you to pray as the Messiah prays in the sanctuary of God. He has sat down at the right hand of the Father and he makes intercession. The word of the Lord says he makes intercession for us. As you pray, making intercession, you are praying about what Jesus is praying about. And as you enter the sanctuary of God to pray about suffering, you take the hand of Christ and you and he pray together. We're not just imitators of Christ. We are participators with Christ as he prevails in prayer. We are to prevail too. He said, as I was sent, now I send you. He's saying, I send you to do what I did. Not only that, but to do what I am doing. We're talking about prevailing in prayer. Ask the Lord. Lord, put a burden of prayer upon my heart. I want to take hands and pray with the Messiah to pray as he prays. We're talking about a communion relationship. We're talking about walking in the power of Almighty God. I'll tell you, your very footsteps will shake the building. When you began to pray about suffering, you're praying about what the Messiah is praying about. Every day that the Lord has to hold out the coming of Christ, every day that he has to wait for more souls to come in, every day the Lord's heart is afflicted over suffering, over pain, over unnecessary tears. The suffering is because of sin. That's why the suffering exists. Man was never supposed to suffer. As we prevail in prayer and we intercede with the Messiah, we join him hand in hand and we participate. He is our high priest and you are part of the holy priesthood. You will see answers to individual prayer that you're praying for yourself and those around you. You will step into a holy dimension of prayer. You will have a prayer presence in heaven as never before as you pray about the suffering that's going on in this world because the master's heart is afflicted by suffering. Every day that he holds out, his heart suffers He weeps over the children of God. Oh, God wants you to prevail in prayer with great power. He'll place an anointing on you to pray prayers that manifest 
what you have spoken. The Holy Spirit will use your vessel to pray powerful prayers. Praying about suffering is a divine assignment from on high, and many miss it. Ask God, Lord, give me a burden of prayer. Place a burden on me to pray intercessory prayer with the Messiah. We're talking about prevailing in prayer. Joan is with me today, and she has a special message for you because we have a special gift for you. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Are you there, Joan? Yes, ma'am, I'm here. If you would like to make sure that you're going to heaven when you leave this earth, take a moment with me right now, if you will, to accept Jesus' free gift of salvation. Please pray this to God from your heart. I'll pray slowly so you can follow. Just repeat after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that you are the Son of God and that you are God. I know that I am a sinner and deserving of hell because I have gone my own way. I believe in my heart that you suffered and died on the cross for me. Please come into my heart. Forgive me of all my sins. Save me. Take me to be with you when I leave this earth. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Please help me to change from the inside out to make you the Lord of my life. Help me to be a new person in the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you've placed your faith in Jesus Christ and sincerely believed and asked him into your heart as Lord of your life, and declare that you will live for him, you are now a child of God and an heir to an inheritance of everlasting life and will go to heaven when you leave this earth. If you truly believe these words when you prayed them, your life will change. You and others will see a difference in how you speak, how you behave. You will no longer live for your own motives and benefits that Your passion will be to please our Lord and love others and forgive others as God has forgiven you. You will need to contact a truly Bible-believing church that teaches and adheres to the principles of the Bible because we all need accountability. Proverbs 27, 17 tells us, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Romans 8, 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Jesus Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Romans 3.23 reminds us that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's sin. Romans 6.23 explains the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And lastly, Matthew 10, 32 and 33, tells us whoever 
acknowledges me before men, I will acknowledge him before my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before men, I will disown him before my Father. So we belong to him. He calls us his own. If you've prayed this prayer, we would love to hear from you. Or if you have a prayer request, let us know by going to our website. That's prayers heard in heaven with no spaces dot org. Prayers heard in heaven dot org and writing us a note. There is a link at the bottom of the page. Also we would love to put a book in your hands entitled Steps to Jesus. It is completely free, no cost to you at all. Just request this book in your email. Give us your prayer request. Let us know if you would like someone to pray with you. Again, that's prayersheardinheaven.org. Thank you. Back to you, Valerie. Thank you, Joan. Thank you. I'm Valerie Sneed, and that's Joan Rodman. We're teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org.